0: 88.1 FM, and Hampton University. The views and opinions in the following talk show are those of the participants and not of WHOV, 88.1 FM, and Hampton University. W-H-O-V 88.1 FM welcomes you to the Pastor study. The Pastor study in any church is a place where the pastor can go to collect his thoughts, study God's word, and develop ideas and thoughts on what direction the church needs to take. The Pastor study is where research is done on various topics, missions are brought to the forefront, and salvation is formed. The Pastor study on W-H-O-V is a talk show that allows you, the listener, to come inside and to find out more about the ministers in the area and the good works they are doing doing across the region the nation and the world hosted by pastor kevin swan of ivy baptist church in newport news the pastor study is now open to the public so come on in and find out what plans god has for his shepherds and his people
1: And welcome to another edition of The Pastor Study here on WHOV 88.1 FM. Pastor Kevin Swan in studio live with my partner in crime, Mike Side, who always gives us the song of the day. That's right. Mercy, Mar- mercy, mercy, me. Talking Marvin about the economy, yes. I guess we're talking about, right? Economy, things, ain't, things ain't what they used to be in my pocket. And- you know what I'm
0: saying? Economy, <laughs> it can go to everything. You know, economy, just the way of the world, our topic for the day, you know, just... Yeah. Mercy, mercy me. That's all you can say. And that's all you can say. And then you bring it on Lisa. You know she going to be trying to clown me and
1: everything. It's cool. (laughs) No, she's not going to clown you. It's all right. She's going to try to tell her like it is. That's
0: cool.
1: It's cool. It's cool. It's good. It's cool. (laughs) We have with us uh, already on the line, Miss Lisa Crump, branch manager of First Advantage Federal Credit Union of two branches, Rob. Not just one. That's how Uh bad she is.
0: You know what I'm Uh saying? Look. I I didn't know it was
1: two. Look, she's so good. They said, we need you to do two branches.
0: (laughs) You need to be on the Obama cabinet. You know what with, I'm with saying. With the deficit reduction. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you think? Miss yeah. Crump? how are you today?
0: I'm wonderful, thank you. How are you all? Sounds like you all are alive and
2: well. Well,
1: this is how we do it on the past. The package
0: got passed. That's why I'm alive and well. I got a stimulus check coming, hopefully, in a couple of months. Hopefully. So, so what does that mean? What does that mean, it got passed? What does it mean to you? It might mean a new vehicle. <laughs> it could mean a new bedroom set. No, I'm
1: that's a down payment. Sure. You got to make the yeah. rest of the payments. Well, oh well, yeah, your- yeah, <laughs> but that's
0: what I'm saying. i, I that with the tax, you know, with the tax, uh, we call it, refund, I, I might be getting a, a SUV. That's all I'm saying. Oh, wow, wow. Another debt, huh? A- anybody knows me knows I it's not a debt when I get a new car. and My car is hanging on. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an upgrade, okay? That's not a debt. That's
1: just what we do. That's what <laughs> we get money, we buy a car. Hey, look, I'm we do, trying man. to
0: stimulate the economy. Uh, we got to buy yeah. stuff. I see.
1: That's what we black folks. We do stimulate the economy. No, 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 we no, no, we
0: don't. We. We Look here. pay down debt. No, you we see, don't. So no, we don't. come on here and talk about debt consolidation. <laughs> That's what's wrong with us as black people. Ms. We Trump. get some money. We save it or we put black down that money on the debt. Black people don't save money. Got to pay this credit card off so black I can get Christmas again next Black people don't
1: save money, year. man. <laughs> black people spend money. We don't save money. We look good, but we got about $5 in the bank, and you know it.
0: And we're happy. And
1: we happy. And we happy.
0: Yeah, well, we ain't spending it when we need to. And, <laughs> and Obama, I'm just telling everybody, my black people, white people, yellow people, brown people, whatever color you may think you are, okay, he needs you to go buy something with the yes. stimulus. Okay? we need to buy. Yeah,
1: you do need, buy. do need to buy. I have to
0: agree with
1: y'all on that. You have to buy. So, so Ms. Crump, you're on there. You heard mercy. things aren't what they used to be. We, we People are struggling with the economy and their money situation, and you've been coming on. For the last few weeks to help us on financial tips, and so, what tip do you have for us today?
2: Um, well, today I have debt cancel um, debt consolidation. Excuse me, and you're quite right; it is not what it used to be. Um, I've been in the financial industry almost 20 years now, and um, I've never seen it like this. I absolutely have not never seen it, um, and when it affects it's not just affecting one industry. It's affecting every single industry that's out there from the mom and pop stores to corporate America. It is affecting.
1: Now, but, now, when you say you haven't seen it like this from, from a banking perspective, what, how is it from your, your vantage point? What do you see that, that is an indicator that says, wow, it is really, it's really tough out there.
2: Um, Pretty much you you just don't see the business walking in the door. You know, people used to just walk in the door. I don't care if it was a convenience store. I don't care if it was a a financial institution, uh, a car dealership. People just walked in the door, whether they were going to do anything or whether they were window shopping. And you're not seeing any of that right now. And I think it's people just don't know what's going to happen. They don't know if they should buy. Rob was just talking about um, purchasing a car. They don't know if they, sh- they can because they don't know if um, they're going to have a job in a couple weeks. They, right.
3: yeah, they honestly don't
2: right. know. And it's kind of scary, but the only way to really to jump start or the word is being used to stimulate this economy is for people to actually start making those purchases, big or small, big or small, whether it's going out to dinner or whether it's purchasing that car. People need to start making those purchases, but on the flip side, they're a little leery, and you know, as humans, we've got to understand that as well.
1: Yeah, it's a tough situation, and I think the other part is this doesn't affect you as much because you're a credit union, but a lot of people with their banking institutions and the way they are and, and where they may be going, and they're talking about this whole nationalization of banks. I think people are just generally afraid to do anything at this people point.
2: People are, if um, actually, are afraid, and you're absolutely correct. Nationwide, it does not affect the credit unions like it does the um, banking institution. But in, um, in society, people treat finance as finance. And um, because we are under that financial umbrella, they look at us just like they would a, a banking institution or investment center. They look at us just the same. So, um, although again, although we are not a part of the bailout, um, we, it's, still, it's starting to affect us more so than what it was um, in the past. Um, and one of the topics that I wanted to talk about was debt um, consolidation. And right now there are institution out, uh, institutions out there that are loaning money. They are loaning money. And now is a good time to really start taking a look at your credit report and seeing what's on your credit report and seeing what debt you can, in fact, consolidate um, people don't realize that when you have two or three credit cards that some may have 9% interest, the other one is, has 12, and maybe the other one has a 15% interest rate. You know, you're paying more in monthly in the interest rate than you are on the principal balance. And if you add all of those interest rates up together, then you're losing you're, – your money is just walking out of the door. So people should start considering those debt consolidation loans, whether you consolidate by using, maybe you have equity in your vehicle, Um, maybe you have equity in your home. And what people don't realize is that, um, Doing a, 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 an equity loan on your home is a tax write-off. You get a tax break. I um, was just talking about that tax check that people are supposed to get, but you can get it in a different way by having that second mortgage on your home. And credit cards normally take normally take years, 13 on up plus years, to pay them off if you're just paying the minimum. And if you consolidate that, you can have all that debt combined and paid off within five, maybe seven years, depending on the term, um, that you go with, that you can have money in your pocket on a monthly basis versus sending it out to various um, companies.
1: Okay, and if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Miss Lisa Crump, branch manager, as we've said before, Rob, of not one but two First Advantage Federal Credit Unions, one in Hampton, one in Newport News, talking about debt consolidation. And I guess the question is, if somebody is listening you're suggesting that if they have several credit cards, it may be better, or other outstanding debt. It might not just be credit cards. It might be better just to have one payment. Is that what you're suggesting?
2: Um, that's exactly what I'm suggesting. Um, it's better to consolidate when when creditors when you're going out there doing various things. Creditors look at how much debt you have out there. They look at what's called secured and unsecured, and most of us have unsecured debt because of credit cards versus secure, which is a home or a car. So it's best to have one lump sum payment, uh, which which if you spread it out over a certain amount of time, it could be less going out on a monthly basis just versus paying these little credit cards here or this credit card over there. So it is best to just have one. And people always want to look at keeping their debt to income ratio at 50% or lower. And what debt to income ratio is, is money that you are paying your liabilities that you're paying out on a monthly basis versus the income that you're bringing in on a monthly
1: basis so so again to make a real life illustration if you have four credit cards five thousand on each credit card that's twenty thousand dollars it would be better to have one line for twenty thousand dollars as opposed to the four credit cards for five thousand is that correct
2: that is correct because out of those four credit cards you can have over fifty percent interest rates that you're paying as well
1: so the question then is where can somebody go to get twenty thousand dollars in a lump sum so they can consolidate is it better like you said earlier to take equity out of the house i didn't even know you could take equity out of your car i didn't even know that rob did you know that
2: you can
0: take equity out
1: of your car. It? Yes,
2: you can use the equity in your car. Oh, yep, you certainly
3: can...
1: <laughs> I didn't know that. I've never <laughs> no, heard of that. Know,
2: now, the car has to be drivable.
0: So you can't <laughs> <interest>. <laughs> See, Lisa, why are you on child's land, brother? My car is drivable. Oh, it's drivable. It's just hanging on. Okay, leave Tracy alone. She don't mess with you.
2: The car has I, to be drivable. But, there, again, there are financial institutions. I can tell you first advantages. One of them, that we do have money to lend. Of course, there's going to be criteria that you have to meet. But it's best to use something with. And, and let me also say this. If you use something for collateral or if you are – which is your home or your car, usually your interest rate is much lower than it is if you do something called an unsecured loan, which means you're just signing the documents and walking away. And the reason being is that there's a higher risk of you not paying it back versus having something that's collateral. You don't want to lose that. So usually your interest rate is a lot lower when you use something for
1: collateral as well. Very good. And so if someone's listening and they're interested in looking at a consolidated loan, How can they get in contact with your branch, or who can they contact uh, to to get more information?
2: Well, I have two branch locations. I'm right across the street from – my locations are right across the street from Sears on Mercury Boulevard, which is 5003 West Mercury Boulevard, and I'm also at our Hydenwood location – Location, which is off of Warwick Boulevard, which is twelve four ninety Work Boulevard, right across the street from um, Todd Stadium. But they can also go on our website, which is um, www.first and it's the actual number one stadvantage.org, and they can pick a, a financial one of our institutions that's close to them.
1: Very good. Ms. Crump, thank you for your time today. We appreciate the tip, and uh, we look forward to future tips down the line.
4: You're quite welcome. All right,
1: have a good day. You too. Thank you. You're welcome. We're going to take a quick break here, and then we're going to jump right into the show today. We have a good show. And uh, by the way, Rob, uh, we did start last week with uh, recording the shows, and uh, we had a good show last week. You you brought the subject up of Chris Brown and Rihanna. And uh, for those who did not get a chance to hear the show last week, uh, we now have the shows that are taped, and uh, you can listen to them. You can go to the website uh, kevinswan.org and look at the media link, and uh, all of the shows from now on will be recorded. So if you d- happen to miss it, you can just go on the website kevinswan.org and get the uh, link from last week, and even uh, later on this week, you can get the uh, show from today. So, Rob, thank you for the show last week, thinking about that. That was a good topic. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. We have a great show for you today. We want you to call in as usual, and we'll do that in a few minutes here on WHOV 88.1 FM. And welcome back to the Pastor's Study here on WHOV 88.1 FM. Rob, that song reminds me of Coming out on the starting five, man, when you hear the announcer call, you know, you just want to go to go ball, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Your wife told you you can't ball no more.
1: I can ball. I played uh, last week, man.
0: Confession is Stunk good for
1: the soul. up the gym. Whew, I played bad. Confession is good
0: for it's the good soul.
1: It's good for the soul. Yeah. But we're back on the show here. You
3: injured yourself one more
1: time, yeah? Yeah, you right. Yeah, and it was at church, too, we were playing, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Everybody in the gym was holding their breath. Pastor, please don't get hurt. <laughs> don't get hurt.
0: They wasn't praying for like, the, it's not that we need the sermon on Sunday. It's right. that we don't want to see you die <laughs> when you go home and your wife look man, at you on crutches
1: again. Man, I tell you. But it was good to be out there, though. I'm sure. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. If you're just tuning in to the Pastor Study for the first time, this is a show that's designed to talk about relevant issues that affect not only our churches but our community. And we try to give solutions from a Christian standpoint of how to solve some of the challenges that we face in our world. And uh, we invite callers to call in. We want you to call in, 727-5407, 727-5711. And the question of the day, Rob, was this. Two weeks ago, Rob, first of all, are you are you uh, into soap operas? Do you watch soap operas at all? No. You I don't?
0: used
1: to. What did you used to watch?
0: Days of Our Lives, Days God of our lives. Light. God and Light. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm a Young and the Restless fan myself. And, uh, but anyway.
0: I watched that for a little while, but then, you know, some of them just get crazy.
1: They do. And, and some of the storylines get to be a little ridiculous. But,
0: but when I was in college, I was heavy. I used to schedule my classes around. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I
1: yeah, can't so do a 1
0: o'clock class. Dance. No, Come on. I no. can't,
1: mm-hmm. 12.30 to 1.30, boy. That's Young and the Restless. And uh, you got to see what's going on. But anyway, the reason why we're bringing up Soap operas, Rob, is because uh, a couple of weeks ago on All My Children. The first time in the history of daytime soap operas, they had a uh, they had a lesbian wedding on All My I Children. Kiss
0: the girl, and I like
1: that. Yeah, they had two girls to get married on All My Children. It was considered to be groundbreaking, I guess. However, you want to call it,
0: They probably had a high male viewership. Yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> folks was tuning in to see what was going on.
0: Brothers was like, what? They all had two, li- two women.
1: Yeah, two women got married. Both of them had uh, wedding dresses on, and yeah. you know all that kind of stuff. And uh, you know, it's not it's not new that the whole homosexuality piece is on the soaps because there are other soaps that have these storylines. But it is groundbreaking in the sense that they actually had a wedding to take place. And, and so the the question for today, Rob, is what should be our response as believers to this particular situation. When you, when you see uh, two females who, who get married on the show, uh, should we as believers be outraged? Should we be, as believers be well? Oh, well it's, it's a sign of the times uh, and these things happen. It's, it's nothing new anymore. We already got the phone lines ringing already. I see uh, what, what should be the response? Um, you know, again, It seems that television is pushing the envelope more and more, uh, in in an effort to get ratings and all kinds of things. So, what's your take, Rob? Before we take the call, what what do you think about this? Should believers be outraged? Should we just be, oh well? You know, it just—it's just how it is now.
0: Part of me wants to be outraged, but the other part of me goes, man, they have witchcraft on, soap operas. They do all kinds of crazy stuff. There's murder on there. We don't get outraged for that. We, why get outraged over this? I mean, it, it, yes, it's two lesbians. Yes, they got married. Yes, it's not something I necessarily believe in. But I already, you know, most people know my stance is that I gay marriage does not bother me at all. But um, it's not something I support.
1: Do, do you recognize it as officially being marriage or... or, or a marriage, or is it, uh, some people might say, it's a civil union. It's not marriage, as God would define
0: I, it. I, 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 like I said before, I'm not opposed to, because like I said before, it doesn't affect me. I know what my belief is. Right. I know where I stand with it. Right. I don't believe in homosexuality, but if they want to marry themselves to each other.
1: So, so as a believer, then, you're saying, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do, and, and I'm going to do what I got to do. and
0: I didn't accept it because it happened on TV, you know what I'm right. saying? Right. So, but now I mean, if you're outraged don't watch it. That's the me. That, to me, that's the biggest, but but should we signal that we can send? But should we have, have preached against it
1: or should we, as believers, say you know this is not necessarily what we see or believe? You know, should should, should and and you know what's interesting is that I haven't heard much about a response. Uh, from Christian from the Christian perspective about this issue so uh, because
0: you know my thing is this and and because it was a soap opera and I look at it like this like I said they do all kinds of other crazy things on soap operas right and so to me that was just another thing that was just you know them I mean you can be outraged if you want I mean I don't know how many people did not watch all my children because of it or, or turned it on because they did do that um
1: so, so let me ask you this. You might not have seen it, but when I brought it to your attention the first time and said, look, you know, there were two women who got married on the show. I, it how, how did you shocking. respond? It was, it was a little was
0: sh- shocking because I didn't think soap operas would go to that length because most of the people that watch soap operas during the day aren't necessarily of the gay or uh, lesbian, transgender, transsexual, uh, bisexual community. They don't usually watch soap operas. The people that watch soap operas are usually homemakers, people who have children, five, you know, families, go to church and everything like that. So it was a little shocking when I first saw it. I was like, that is a bold, bold move. Yeah. Yeah.
1: By All My Children. Okay. Well, we got some callers. We want you to call in 727-5407, 727-5711. Again, the topic of the day, on All My Children, two weeks ago, there was a lesbian wedding. Two two females got married. And the, what should the response be is the question from believers, from the believer side. Should we be outraged? Should we just be like, oh, well, it is what it is? Should we be concerned at all? Uh, we want to hear your, your viewpoint uh, we do have several people that's calling in, and uh, we're going to take your calls in just a few moments. If you happen to call in and you can't get through, continue to call in. Continue to call in. Carla, are you there?
5: I certainly am. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm great. I uh, tend to share the opinion of Rob. I, um, as a believer, first of all, and foremost, um, homosexuality is not a biblical thing. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not making a, a, a statement against people that go that way. But I'm saying biblically, it is forbidden. That being said, I don't judge. I mean, (laughs) you know, um, people are going to do what they're going to do. As a Christian, when I see that, I'm kind of saddened, you know, Um, because as a woman, men are great. (laughs) (laughs) Shout it from the roof. I know that's right. (laughs) But, But
1: let me ask you this then. Do you think? You know, because, again, we're called to be, uh, you know, witnesses and to share the gospel. And, and with this image coming out and people seeing this, should we just kind of say, OK, this is the sign of the times? Is that is that the approach that you're taking uh, when you saw this or uh, when you heard about this particular situation?
5: When I hear about things like that, I am saddened because I think we're at a point, and, and I'm, I'm not speaking for every Christian, but I mean, it, me, for example, it didn't shock me. It, it's, I, And I am actually a little more jaded than I should be. By that, I mean, um, I'm not outraged. I mean, I, it, it's forbidden. As I said, as a woman, it, it kind of makes me somewhere between sad and sick. But um, it, it's so common. It just, It doesn't bother me the way it should. And and as a believer, that's something that kind of makes me take
1: inventory. Okay. All right. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Okay. And I guess, Rob, you know, it goes back really to last week's discussion about, you know, hearing about domestic violence and different things, and I'm not comparing the two. But because we know that domestic violence is prevalent and Mm -hmm. we know that this situation is prevalent, have we just become to the point where we're just numb? To, to both of these things? I don't
0: think it's that we're numb to it. Um, I think the whole hom- the lesbian wedding on All My Children, you notice it was a lesbian wedding, first of all. Right. And that it wasn't a, uh, a gay marriage, necessarily. Um, but there
1: are other storylines sure, of, of gay couples. I'm sure they
0: are. Yeah. Uh, but... You know, I, I think it's just more for me, it was just like, that's a bold move and everything. I wouldn't watch it. I was a little uh, offended that they were advertising it, trying to get people to watch because of it. Right. Because, of course, it is the shock factor. Um, but I, I think for me, it's, th- it's to the point that I know it's wrong. I don't support it or believe in it, so I didn't watch it. And that's the way I think we as consumers have to speak loudly. I mean, we can complain and scream and holler, but that doesn't get anything done. they still going to air the show. Right. So just don't watch it. And if you don't watch it, guess what storyline gets killed off the soap opera? Right. So that's the way I looked
1: at it. Okay. All right. We got another call in there.
4: I'm here. Go ahead and speak. Yes, I I think that problem with not the problem. Let me say with from my perspective. Uh huh. Um, I believe we have we have become because of some movies that have put it out um out there like it's okay. Now I don't believe that it is. I'm a Christian as a believer. First, as a believer, this is me. I won't don't watch soap operas. Okay. 'cause so of the things that they um display and say and do, to me just just doesn't sit right in me. Okay. Um, first of all. And second of all, we've become desensitized. I think in regard some people might not be outraged because it's like, oh well here's the other thing And we see it so much. I do not think I wasn't really that shocked. Um, I wasn't really that surprised because that's the that's the um position we've come to. T V puts out and we watch it. Right. And you you made a good point when you said best thing we can do is Everyone should have a, a believer, my opinion, should not have watched that episode and turned it off. That's the best way our voices can be heard. That's right. And okay. quite frankly, I was saddened. I'm saddened by so um, many things that I put on TV because I'm um, a mother of small children. Mm-hmm. And I'm just um, I'm thinking they're only 5 and 7. What's it going to be like when they're 15 and seventeen? <laughs> yeah, you're right. They're going to have to fight against what kind of things. You know, I'm, I'm praying every day. What are the things they'll have to face as teenagers and as they grow up? I mean,
1: how bad is it going to be? And to me, this is bad. Yeah. Okay. Appreciate Th- thank the, you call. For the call. Oh, you're welcome. And I guess, again, the question becomes, Rob, is anybody saying anything about the sanctity and the holiness of marriage as, as God would define it? Or are we simply saying now that much like... Adultery is rampant on TV and all these other things. Have we now put homosexuality in that same category? Is it's just what it is? I mean, you know, on soap operas, you know, the storyline is juicy and going anywhere. Yeah. So, so Y'all,
0: we we need to really. It was prominent on the uh, Oscars the other night. Sean Penn made a passionate speech about props. Eight whatever it is out there in California yeah. that allows gays or the ban on gay marriage, everything out there, and overwhelmingly the people in the place supported uh, gay marriage and everything. Uh, you know, it, to me, it's 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 the way of the times. It's, it is it, it as much as we can be outraged about it, it, we need to understand that it's not going anywhere, and you know, yeah. are complaining about it, it's not doing anything. That being said, um, no, there was nothing said about the sanctity of marriage. No, there was nothing said about the covenant of marriage from the bible's perspective or anything like that and you know i think it was more you know, i don't think anybody really wanted to put it out there because as soon as you put it out there then you're a, a gay basher you're you're, you're anti-homosexual uh, and when that happens then that's almost like being called a racist yeah
1: <laughs> so yeah. You, don't,
0: you just don't want that now
1: so so again going back rob do you think that we have now put homosexuality mm-hmm. in the same category as we see adultery or or whatever else on television. It oh, doesn't yeah. affect us. You know, we just like. Well, like,
0: but, but let me ask you this as a pastor. Is there one sentence greater than the other? No. Okay. So, no, I, I don't think anybody out there. I mean, as much as we would love to. And I know a lot of middle American, everybody wants to act like it's the worst thing that they've ever seen in their lives and anything like that. When it gets down to it, you know, it's all it
1: yeah. equal. Yes. Now, let me say this, though, since you raised that question. Uh-huh. There is no sin greater than the other, but there are consequences that are greater right. for certain sins. Right. And I think the question becomes here: Are we numb now to the consequences of what we are now seeing on TV? Oh uh, yeah, I would say we just so. don't care. I mean, you know. So it's well, it's that kind it like of question. This.
0: Let me throw this out to you, to to a lot of people out there listening, and then we'll go to the caller. Uh, the, the what we see on TV is tame to what's in other countries. Right. I, you can go to some other countries and watch some stuff on TV, boy. Yeah. Woo, it, it would it would wa- open your eyes as to what is led on television in other countries. Not to say that it's right or anything like that. Well, a lot
1: more nudity, we know that, yeah, in other and countries different A lot of sex, things. a
0: lot of other things yeah. as well. So it's craziness out there on in all these countries. So I don't know. I, I'm not here to say. Call are you there? Hello?
1: I think we dropped the call. Did we drop her? Yes, we, we might have dropped it. So, so, again, I guess, well, let me ask you this, Rob. Do you think that uh, it's the paid, paid television channels that are also pushing uh the envelope for regular television for example the the uh hbo's and the showtimes of the world and their features do you think that they sometimes are, are perhaps pushing the envelope because i know hbo showtime cinemax they can get away with certain things because it's an exclusive channel. Do you think... Oh, yeah. That they I don't are, even
0: think it's fair. I've been one of those people who've been screaming for years that the cable TV shows should not be allowed to get Emmys compared to, to network TV shows because they, they got different... Different guidelines, and they, they can get do to push different things. They can push the envelope.
1: and because people see those shows, maybe now regular television feels oh, like feel it's like somewhere they, they got to keep up. Oh,
0: without a doubt.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. without
0: a doubt, they're trying to push the lines every day. Now they even let more curse words now on television yeah. than they used to. So it's definitely getting pushed out there. Absolutely. Call, are you there? Yes, I'm
1: here.
0: You have a comment?
4: Uh yes, I do. Um, I was just listening to you, and I guess I go back to the Bible. And God, God, God destroyed Turn 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 your radio radio down, Turn your radio down a little. Okay. All of this stuff was going on way back when in Uh days, and in Sodom and Gomorrah. And God destroyed both of those cities because of all this stuff that was going on. And I just want to make a statement that, you know, he is coming back. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yes. Without a doubt. We readily believe that. (laughs) I guess the...
4: I just think you know, I'm not I'm not gay bashing or anything like that. But I right. just think people need to get back to the Bible and study God's Word and find out what the sanctity of marriage is and what He requires of us. Okay, and that's my comment.
1: Thank okay. you for the call. Appreciate the call. And, and we're not disagreeing with that, but we also realize that if we're called. To witness, if we're called to share the gospel, we have to be sensitive to the Mm -hmm. fact that these are issues that we're going to have to deal with. Right. You know, if we're going to be able to go out and and talk about the love of God, well, then we do have to have an understanding of marriage. And the assumptions uh, are not there anymore in our society. You know, no longer can you simply assume that it's a man and woman. You have to actually spell it out. I'm going to have to spell it out for my children that, you know, it's going to. Well, one man for one woman, and you know those are the things that you see as a res- to me as a result of these images that you see on television. That that the things that were a, a given some time ago are no longer that way. You, right. you actually have to break it down to completely to explain to your children. I mean, what's like happening.
0: like we said, like I said, you know, it's 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 it didn't shock me. It it, sh- it took me a little aback. I had to make sure I saw what I saw. And then I was like, wow, even soap operas are affected these days. And then my, my whole process was like, oh, I don't even watch All My Children, so why do I really care? Right. And then, and for those who did watch All My Children, I heard some of them was like, I don't know if I'm going to get with that or if I can get with that too much. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's so much accepted. I, I, I'm be in, I'm real interested in seeing what the ratings were for that show because there wasn't a lot of talk about it, as you said. Right. I thought there would be a bigger controversy, but there wasn't. I don't know if people are numb to it. or People just decided we weren't going to watch it, and so thusly it didn't get a lot of ratings.
1: Well, because... It wasn't talked about. Is that surprising? Does that suggest that, you know, again, it's no big deal?
0: Well, you know, sometimes if you, you know, let's take this call. Yeah, we'll take the call. Let's take the call. Call you there. Yes. Good good morning. Good morning.
6: Good afternoon, rather. Uh Uh-huh. I I, I make this comment with the mirror in my face as well, but I would like to say that when the world have a problem with our our showing of Christianity, praying, school, or – Anything that we as as believers do outwardly, they don't have a problem being outraged and making it known that they're outraged. And as we all know, with their outrage, they they have been successfully getting proud of our schools and other open displaying of our Christianity. So with the mirror in my face, I think we should, as believers, to show our outrage, how how we are about what they do. Maybe we can make some changes. Well, the scripture said, let the redeem of the Lord say so. So, so we should be bothered by and make it known that we're bothered by mm-hmm. nope. And maybe some of those things would uh, change.
3: Mm, good okay. Point. Good
1: point. Thank you for the call. Thank you. And again, I guess raising the next step to that, Rob, is if we are offended, and to some degree we all have been, maybe not, I, I don't want to assume, besides not watching the show, Uh, Are there any other things that you think we as believers can do to make our point known? Well, see,
0: my thing is you you bring more attention in this day and age. And I hear what he's saying as well. Right. And I agree. But sometimes you blow up something that shouldn't be blown up because you speak out about it. Okay. My mother used to tell me sometimes when my sister was getting on my nerves, ignore her. Right. And then she'll leave you alone because all she's begging for is the attention. Right. Well, if you go on and you speak out about this as we are doing now to some degree but if there had been a national cry, if there had been a lot of folks who had been very upset about it, then you bring attention to it and then those who support that that side then they come out and they have a voice now mm-hmm. and then we're battling because it's been magnified to such a degree and to me, I, I, I treated it like the gnat or my little sister. I ignored it. Right. That way, you know, I didn't want to deal with it or talk about it, didn't want to uh, scream or holler about it because I felt like, you know what, we might be giving a lending a voice to the other side and allowing them to push their agenda even further. And so, you know, and because it is Hollywood and, you know, those folks are sympathetic to that cause. You know, I think that's what they were looking for. I think they were trying to pick a fight and nobody wanted to fight back.
1: Well, let's hope so. Yeah, you know, I mean, let's I hope I so. Mean, to and me, that's
0: what it seemed like because there was no national cry out about it. You know, I get a lot of stuff from the right uh, from the right wing, and uh, they te- they fax me. I don't know how they got my fax number and all this other stuff, but they fax me <laughs> right wing propaganda. Oh. Yeah. Time and uh, I get this stuff from the Republicans for this and this. Thing. I mean, anti Obama stuff and everything, anti homosexual anti gay stuff. But I didn't get anything on this, and it was interesting to me that there was no comments made about it. And then I was like, you know what? They may have been trying to pick a fight, and nobody bought took the bait.
1: Well, let's hope so. And again, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about all my children. Two weeks ago, uh, they had a lesbian wedding.
0: Knowing all my children, that storyline is still going
1: on. Yeah, still going on. So the question is, what should be the response? of believers? Or should we be outraged? Or has it come to a point now in our country where we're just desensitized, where we're just numb to it? Now, I do want to raise a point. Uh, One of the callers uh, that called in earlier, Rob, she said she has two uh, small children. And what would life be like uh, 10 years down the line if this type of thing happens? Now, you know, everything that is in the world sometimes has a way of trying to creep in into the church. And so the question would be, uh, and I hope there might be a pastor here that, that might want to call in on this question. Would you be accepting if there was a, a wedding like this at your church? If your pastor said it was okay to do it, would you be accepting of that?
0: No. Absolutely not. Okay. No, there would be no accepting. I uh, I would be outraged if if that was to occur in in my church or in church I, I attended. I would be a little outraged, a little. I'd be a lot outraged because okay. that doesn't go. Sh- even though the church is just a building, and I know people always try to scream and holler that. But still, it's a place where I, I receive the word, and if it's we're supposed to be in line with God, and that's where the word of God is preached and everything, then uh, you know what? No, they can't do it there.
1: Because what's going to what's going to be interesting is maybe not now, but but
0: it's happened But
1: down the line.
0: Oh, it's already happened.
1: Because because you have this type of mentality there's going to be a greater expectation at oh, it's some point already happened. There, yeah. there
0: are gay churches. Now there are pastors out there who are open to and accepting to the gay and homosexual lifestyle. Uh, I, I couldn't do it, but you know, and I don't think I could attend a church that did it, but I'm sure it is going on and occurring as we speak.
1: Yeah. And so once again, we want to hear from you 727-5407, 727-5711. What should be the response uh, or should there be a response at all? Uh, to what has happened on All My Children a couple of weeks ago? Should we just brush it off and say, you know what, the world is going to do what the world is going to do or should we uh, be more vigilant in expressing our views about this particular issue of the lesbian wedding on All My Children? We do have another caller on the air. Caller, are you there?
0: Caller, are you there? Yes. Go ahead, Caller. Speak your mind.
7: Um, you know, once upon a time, if you are a lesbian or a homosexual, then you are ashamed for the public to know that you were. But because of our government officials, our congressmen, uh, some of them are gay or lesbians, and if uh, we are where we're at today because of they bringing out, okay, we're going to have this gay marriage thing going on. Yes, we as Christians should be outraged because didn't we learn anything from Sodom and Gomorrah? You know, God makes it plain and clear what He wants and what He doesn't want. So we should we should as Christians speak out. Okay, we're supposed to go out and present the mm-hmm. gospel to the ones who do not know and the ones that do know. We should make it plain that this this is our the do's
1: and the don'ts. Okay, all right. Okay. We appreciate the call. Thank you so much. Okay, and uh, you know that's the second reference we've gotten to, to Sodom and Gomorrah. And, uh, you know, people so, are There's a whole like, lot Look. of other things going yeah, on in Sodom and Gomorrah. than just the lesbian and like, gay and yeah, homosexual people activity. People, people Let's like, not trip out. We, we need to go back. Just and, and, and make no mistake, God's word is plain. Uh, we understand that. Uh, I see we pick clear. out
0: the parts of Sodom and Gomorrah <laughs> that we want to pick out. Did nobody mentioned the menage et trois and all the other stuff going on in Sodom and Gomorrah? But we are outraged. By the homosexuality, we're out raised.
1: Yeah, we're out raised <laughs> <laughs> and let's take it back. And and yeah, I mean I guess, you know, it does raise an issue though. How where do we take a stand? How at some point as believers we, we gotta stand for something, man. You know, even if we're in a world that uh does not honor God's will. We still right. have to, at some point, say, "Look,
0: you do." But you know what? Like I said before, you have to be careful. Even sometimes, though, lending credence to an issue can be is a very distinct uh, uh, aspect of this. You don't necessarily want to always lend credence to an issue because right. you could blow it up. If we had spoke out against the wedding if people had screamed and hollered and said, "Boycott ABC, we're not watching it," they put it on this gay marriage and this, that, and the other. Then what do you think was going to be the response from the other side?
1: There would have been a push. Oh,
0: y'all voted us down in California. Yeah screaming and hollering we'd have had more of an issue sometimes like i said before you got to treat them like that, and that that's annoying you you just ignore it and eventually it goes away and so but I, this is
1: not going away yeah, i think we can not, agree to that I,
0: I think to a degree this, yeah, this, but if you ignore it on tv and it doesn't get the ratings then you know what they get rid of the storyline
1: hopefully they hopefully. get rid of the storyline.
0: and so that's the I, and that's my thought process on it i'm not saying that i'm tolerant of it or anything like that and then also on the other side you know what screaming and hollering about it is not necessarily the way i mean maybe we need to speak out and say we need to love some more people out there and show them the love of Christ and maybe more people will be receptive to the message of Christ because you know what sometimes we as Christians can sound really bigoted and nasty when we speak out against an issue
1: yeah nah, yeah, there's no disagreeing to that we got some callers on the air
0: 881 WHOVFM FM are you there
1: yes I am um, how y'all doing my brother good, good. Yeah. how are you um, you know
7: God said in his word he didn't give us the spirit of uh, fear but of power love and sound we're saying that you know as far as judging, you know, I had wrote something down because I didn't want to forget.
3: Mm-hmm.
7: Judging, we, as far as um, we must take the plain sight of our, our, our eyes at first, but required judging, we need to be, um, to be able to discern truth from falsehood. And in that situation, um, God, if it's against God, as Christians, we must be against it. But you made a topic, we must love in Mm -hmm. spite of their wrongdoing. Right. And love conquers everything.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
7: And and that's one thing that we as Christians must do is love because, you know, myself, God didn't change me first. He loved me first Mm -hmm. before he changed me. Mm -hmm. So if my brother or my sister is living a lifestyle or I see something I don't like and I may see a person that's living a lifestyle— my, my job as a Christian is to love that brother, and show him in the Word where God disagree with it. But in spite of that, I must still love him first. Absolutely. So, not so turn le- my back on him. All right. Cool. Yeah. We appreciate the call. Okay. Thank you call, for the call. Brother. We appreciate All right, it. My brother.
1: Yeah. And and again, we got a couple of more calls. We're almost out of time. We want to get as many calls as we can in. Uh, please make your comments as brief as you can to get the the last few callers in for the show. In so eighty eight one yeah. caller, you there. Yes. Go ahead and
4: speak. Um, I just heard the last caller calling in, and I believe exactly what he said, but I think that we have a responsibility in our own households to control what our children and see and what comes into our television set. What we need to be doing is protesting the cable companies that are not allowing us to choose our own channels mm. when we purchase a package. Mm. So that's in order, and, and we would control that, and we would be able to stop what they are selling to us if we could control what we're buying.
1: Mm. that's an excellent point
4: very good point
1: thank you so much for the call thank you and absolutely it starts in the home and then what you also have is you have children who already have natural curiosities about things Uh and i think that when you see an image because let's face it tv is a powerful image man and and when you get kids seeing these types of images and kids already have natural curiosities it, it lends itself to wanting to explore behavior that perhaps They might have thought about before, but might not have wanted to consider pursuing because you don't have that image to see.
0: We did not scream and holler, though, when Katy Perry dropped that song. Uh, I Kissed a Girl and I Liked It. No. Folks played it on the radio. They still playing it on the radio, listening to it, getting they dance on and everything like that. Right. There's nobody screaming and hollering saying, wait a second, hold up, wait a second. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're absolutely right. And so, uh, you know, but we pick and choose our battles. And like I said before, you know, a lot of the cars said we should be outraged and screaming and hollering about this. But to me, the whole thing is we get screaming and hollering out- and get outraged over just one aspect of that, instead of getting outraged at all of what goes on on some soap operas and everything like that, we pick and choose them and then that makes us look bigoted and racist and and, 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 homophobic. and homophobic not racist yeah. let me say that bigoted homophobic. And, and homophobic and makes us you know and comparable to racism right and uh you know we, we've got to be careful on that because we can sound really nasty and evil and that's not the way see the problem with jerry Falwell, the problem with pat robertson the problem with some of these other pastors and preachers that get out there and preach against this stuff so vehemently and so fiery is that they sound mad they sound nasty they sound upset and they're not preaching the love portion of the bible that they need to be preaching and so you know sometimes we have to be careful we want to scream and holler and yell sodom and gomorrah but like i said before don't forget sodom and gomorrah wasn't just homosexuality going
1: on yeah it okay. was some other things. Yeah, it was
0: all, some.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, and and I think again, uh, if you're going to preach, you got to preach against sin, and that's what you're talking about. Right? Not, don't isolate one sin.
0: Let's not just go. Oh, you know, they had a homophobic. I mean, they had a, a homosexual marriage on the on on all my children. You know, the next scene was somebody cheating on their wife. Right.
1: You know, you got adultery. You got all that stuff, and and that's obviously what makes television what it is. You know, that's what makes the soap operas entertaining to some degree but i guess the question becomes are we going down roads that we cannot recover from i mean obviously certain certain things we've already been introduced and exposed to and those things we know exist you know the adultery piece on all my you know on the shows that that stuff happens are we going down another road perhaps that we can't recover from as, as a we country. We may
0: be, but it's like the sister said, you know what, I'm, I'm telling you guys, listen to me, I work in this industry, turn off the TV, turn the station. If you don't want to, see, the best way you can send a loud, resounding message that you don't want to watch something or you don't want to see something is you turn the station and affect their ratings.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, on that note, we're out of time. And uh, great show today, Rob. I want to thank you again for offering your insight. Thank you for all the callers. Once again, if you want to listen to the show again, or if you only heard a part of it, you want to listen to the show in its entirety, the show will be up on the site www.kevenswan.org. That's two ends on Swan. And uh, you can link, hook up the uh, media link, and on the media link, the pastor study shows will be there. Last week's show was also there from where we were talking about domestic violence uh, off of the Chris Brown and Rihanna situation.
0: Speaking of which, did you see that picture? You saw that picture. Yes. You told me.
1: The picture on TMZ dot com of Rihanna, and I, I'm still uh, talking was, to girls. I
0: couldn't get nobody to come on the show yet. Well, I still talk to girls. Who yes, all we're gonna get some folks it, on the show who are still trying to defend that boy.
1: We we gotta get some girls on the show to talk about that vantage point, man, because that's that's just unbelievable to me that that anybody would want to say that it was uh, her fault for any of that. And and as I told you, Rob, I did. Uh, I spoke to the kids on Sunday. How'd it go? I, uh, it was received. Uh, there was ovations when I made the comments, uh, you know, the, the youth. You know, sometimes youth are, are interesting to, to, to kind of judge. So I, I, heard, I hope the message was received. Mm, that's good. Yeah, so you got to put it out there. That's, that's what you got to do. So once again, we'll be back next Tuesday with another edition of the Pastor Study on behalf of Rob Dixon, Station Manager. Pastor Kevin Swan here. Thank you for listening, and be blessed, and be a blessing to someone else. Take care.